Welcome to the Prayer and Faith Podcast. We invite you to join us in this season of prayer as we intercede for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven through the name of His Son, Jesus Christ. I'll be your host. I'm Jack D. Welcome to the Prayer and Faith Podcast today, where we come together to pray for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And our topic today is one that's especially close to the heart of God, and that is praying for salvation for the lost. I hope this podcast will be a blessing to you and to your family. And as we're praying today, if you have specific people that you know that are lost that you want to be praying for God to touch their hearts as we're praying, feel free to do so. As a reminder, all verses today will be from the ESV or the English Standard Version of the Bible. Our faith builder verse for today comes from Luke 17 and 6, verse 6. And the Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it would obey you. And as usual, we like to start out with a prayer of thanksgiving. We like to come before the Lord, giving thanks, having a grateful heart. First Chronicles 16.34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, and we... We just want to have a grateful heart. We just want to give you thanks for what you've done for us, what you've done in our lives. Lord, for salvation, that you cared enough about us, a fallen people, that you sent your son into the world and that he went to a cross and paid the price for our salvation. He paid the penalty for our sins. He took your wrath upon him. The wrath that was due for lawlessness. And Lord, he paid it all. And that was your plan and your purpose and your will. And we thank you for it. We thank you. We thank the Lord Jesus Christ. Who could have called angels to take him away from that at any time. And he submitted, he submitted because it was your will. And he did what was good in your sight. And he loved us as well. Lord, even when you were crucified, when they were mocking you, even then you said, forgive them, they know not what they're doing. What grace, what goodness, what love that endures forever. Thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. 
Amen. As we mentioned earlier, our topic today is prayer for salvation for the lost. The estimated population of the world now is about 7.6 billion people. It's estimated that there are approximately 2.2 billion Christians in the world. And bear in mind, many of those really aren't believers or disciples at all. Many of those who were Christians are Christians because of culture, family, things of that nature. They grew up in a home, uh, they went to church, but they haven't made any commitment to following Christ themselves. So the truth is, a large majority of the world are not believers. At least 5.4 billion people are lost in the world. All over the globe. But you know, while they're all over the globe, let's take it down to the personal level. Some of them are your co-workers. Some of them, them, if you're going to school, are fellow students, teachers, supervisors, bosses, your neighbor next door, maybe your family members, maybe your children, or maybe your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, the list can go on. And we all know people who do not know Jesus. And if they don't come to the point of receiving Christ in their life, to calling out on his name, believing in him, they will go to hell. That's just, they're condemned already. So what can be done? Well, the scriptures make it clear that we can pray and we can tell. First of all, people have to hear the gospel. Jesus made clear in the gospels that we should pray for God to send laborers into his harvest. Matthew 9, 36 through 38. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is a critical prayer that the Lord himself told us to pray. Why laborers? Because unbelievers have to hear the gospel first. Without hearing, they can't be converted. They have to hear about Jesus before they can believe in him. That's fundamental. This is made clear in Romans. Romans 10, 8 through 17. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth 
that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a heart one believes and is justified, and with a mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there no, is no distinction between Jew or, and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing the riches of all who call on him. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him who have they, they, of whom they have not heard? And how are they to believe in him who have they not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. We have more responsibility than just praying, however. It's also our job as believers to go and preach the gospel. No believer gets a pass in this area. You may be the only person who will share Jesus to the people you work with, go to school with, interact with, or that are in your family. You must tell them about Jesus. You must share the gospel with people in your life. Mark 16, 14 through 16. Afterwards, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he was risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Acts 1 and 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria until the ends of the earth. What does a witness do? He or she gives testimony to what they know to be truth. So you as a believer are empowered by the Holy Spirit to be a witness. You are empowered to testify about Jesus Christ. And that goes for all of us. Nobody, as I said, if you're a believer, you don't get a pass. And there is a final part of the equation. Are the hearts of the people hearing the gospel receptive? 2 Peter 3.9 the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. In Proverbs 21, 1, the king's heart is a stream of water 
in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. So we desire for the hearts of people to be receptive to the gospel and to the Lord Jesus so that they will repent. Satan, however, will do everything he can to keep them from hearing and receiving the words of life. However, Satan is not the final authority. God is. God can change the heart of anyone he desires. Our prayers will be for God to move on the hearts of those who hear the gospel, to believe and to respond to it. We will also ask the Lord to thwart the plans of the enemy. So our prayer points are, we're going to pray for God to send laborers into the harvest. We're going to pray for God to make us and every believer effective witnesses to share the gospel and testify of the Lord. We're going to pray that God will turn the hearts of those hearing the gospel so that they can and will respond and pray that God will thwart the plans of the enemy. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we thank you for all that you've done. Lord, first of all, we pray that you will send laborers into the harvest, Lord. Lord, there are so many people, so many who have not heard the gospel, who have not been told about Jesus Christ. Lord, there's over 5 billion people in the world who don't know or don't believe. And probably a majority of those have not even heard. So, Father, in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you to prepare and to send labors into the harvest who can declare the gospel, the word of God, the words of life to the lost, that they can hear about Jesus and they can believe and they can receive and they can come to the point of eternal life. They can call upon the name of the Lord. Father, I pray that you will prepare your disciples to go into all the world. Lord, raise up hotbeds of discipleship where missions is a priority. Raise up churches where missions, where the mission field is a priority, Lord. Oh, Father, that you would move upon your people, Lord. There's so many who need to hear. There's so many who need to be given the truth, the good news. Oh, Lord, we pray that you would move upon hearts, that you would move upon, quote, Christian institutions, unquote, that you would move upon the hearts of your people, your disciples. That you would move upon the hearts of leaders in your church. To be passionate about reaching the lost. To be passionate about spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone that they encounter. They will be passionate about going into all the world 
and preaching the word of God to all creation. Father, we pray. We pray for laborers for this harvest, God. And Father, I also we also want to pray that you make each and every one of us and every believer effective witnesses. Lord, give us boldness, Lord. Society has tried to tell us, the enemies tried to tell us that, oh, people don't want to hear about religion or they don't want to hear about God. And some of them may not want to, Lord. But Father, your instructions and your commands stand. So give us the boldness, Lord, to have hearts of lions to go forth, Lord, and to preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to everyone in our lives, God. Make us effective in being able to declare you. Make us willing and able to do it, Father. And Lord, to do it with love and not condemnation. To sincerely love people and let them see that love and be able to respond to the message that we are giving them. Lord, let us know how to preach your word effectively, Lord. And Lord, if we are living in such a way that we're reducing the effectiveness of our witness, then I ask you to convict us and to help us, Lord, to live righteously and holy before you Lord, that we would be a righteous people, God. To love you with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength. And then to love our neighbors. And our neighbors are those that are around us, including those who don't know you. That we would love our neighbors as ourselves, God. Father, I pray that you will make us effective witnesses. that we are able to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And Father, then I pray for the hearts of those who are hearing that they would be receptive. Father, your word says that the hearts of kings are like streams of water in your hands to turn any which way you desire. So Father, I ask you to turn the hearts of those who are hearing the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you would turn the hearts of them to hear and to receive, to obey, Lord. Father, that they would know that truth is being spoken and that they their hearts would respond to it. And Lord, to give them a hope, Lord, a hope for salvation and Lord that the Holy Spirit would draw them because your word also clearly states no one comes to you unless the Spirit draws him so father that you would let your Holy Spirit draw them to you father we thank you that you will move on their hearts to change their hearts, to make them receptive to the word of God. And Lord, that they will respond accordingly, Father. And in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bind the powers of the enemy.
that the enemy will not be able to thwart their hearing of the word or their responding to the word or their discipleship, that they will truly become disciples of Jesus Christ, not just convert, converts, not just the ones who say yes, but those who will make the changes in their lives, Lord, who will respond to the good news. And Lord, the seed will be planted in good soil, and the enemy will not be able to destroy it. The enemy will not be able to hide it or thwart it in any way. Father, we pray and we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and all that you continue to do and for the souls that you are going to save as a result. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, Father, I just want to pray for those who have been praying along and those who have been listening, Father, that you bless them. Bless them in their finances, Lord. Bless them in their relationships. Lord, I ask you to move those who are married, Lord, that the two would truly become one. And Father, that those are, that relationship will grow stronger with you at the middle. Father, I ask you to bless them in their careers. Bless them, Lord, bless their children if they have children. Bless their family members, bless their friends, bless them in their, if they have a business, bless them in their business. God, pour out your blessings upon your people. In Jesus' mighty name. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at prayerandfaithpodcast at gmail.com. Again, prayerandfaithpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to reach us through different social media or find other places you can listen to the podcast, please go to prayerandfaithpodcast.com. Again, that's prayerandfaithpodcast.com and go to the Contact Us button at the left-hand side of the screen. Click on that and it will show you how to find us on iTunes, on Anchor, uh, Instagram, and other social media. And until we come together again to pray, I just want to encourage you, have faith and be blessed. Thank you for joining us in prayer today. We would encourage you to attend corporate prayer meetings at your local church or find a local house of prayer or prayer room and partner with them for at least one prayer meeting a week. Blessings until we come together again on the Prayer and Faith Podcast.